Welcome to episode six of the Ultra Ordinary Running Podcast. We are ordinary runners embarking on a journey to our first 100-mile ultramarathon race together at the Havelina 100 in October of this year. I am Christina and joined by the ever-inspiring Angela and Melissa. Hello. Hi, Christina. Hi, ladies. How are you doing tonight? Very good. Good. Very good. Um, so I haven't checked um, how many days out we're, we're from the race, but based on what Melissa posted the other day, um, or was it, I believe, yesterday um, on Instagram, that we were about, I know we're less than 280 days. That was the last number. Yeah, so we're less like that. than that. And two, 277 days. Ooh. All right. 277 days. Wow. Okay. So it's coming, it's coming quickly. And uh, nine hours, 59 minutes and 12 uh, seconds. You've got like a counter going on or something. It's on my run keeper. So I have it set as my goal. So every time I open run keeper, it says you have a goal to run an ultra marathon in 277 days. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. So Havelina is our big race. Um, I myself am registered. And uh, what is the status of you ladies? Nope, not yet. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Okay. Okay. Well, so far I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be there with, uh, you'll be there. Well, who, uh, let's see, our buddy. Marston has registered, correct? Yes, he has. Running Lonely on Twitter. Yep. Hello, yes. Running Lonely. Hello. <laughs> Let's talk about what this what this um, episode is about. And it's kind of a topic that um, we all probably felt um, in some, some way or another, especially after a race. And this happens really particularly after a big, a big race, and that is is, is suffering. Well, I want to say suffering, but um, experiencing post race blues. Um, so what really happens is when you spend weeks and months training for just this big important race, this big event, and you devote so much time to it, you know, training and and sacrificing late nights and you know late parties. And then you do this race and then you finish and then the next day it's over. And you're kind of left a little bit, you know, feeling a little empty, feeling as not as organized or, um, you know, disciplined. You know, when you train, you have like these, whether you, you follow a training plan or not, you know, you do your miles, you do your, your long runs and after that race is over, you cross that finish line. It's like, what's next? And you're kind of left with this feeling like, oh man, I'm kind of bummed out. This big race is that's so important to me. Now it's over. And I'm like, ah, you know, what do I do? I don't, you know, you ladies felt like this, right? I definitely have. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, one... I a little bit of now what, you yeah. know, that, okay, well now what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, Melissa, when did when did you feel it? So, I mean, actually, I think I started feeling this way after marathons, like towards the end, maybe the last couple of marathons I ran before switching to ultras, because I just, 
like wasn't having fun running road marathons anymore. And no matter what I did, I just kept running them slower. And at the end, I'd just be like, what's the point? Why am I doing this? And so then I I ran an ultra and it was amazing. And it was such a positive experience. And afterwards, I wouldn't say that I was, I had the blues. I was just more kind of like, when can I do this again? And so I immediately found another race and signed up for it and did that race. And it was after the second race, you know, then I had no plan. There was no other race on the future, on the, the forefront. It was like going into winter when there's not a whole lot of races happening anyway. And I, it just kind of hit me out of nowhere, the blues. And I, like, I had no idea that it was real, that it was a thing. Like, I didn't know that other people experienced this. And I just thought, what is the matter with me? <laughs> like, why do I just feel sad? I, I mean, mm-hmm. I just ran this race. And I think part of it was because I really, really struggled with the race. And it was at that point, probably mm-hmm. the hardest I'd ever pushed myself running and, you know, to be that intense for so long. And then afterwards it was just, yeah, I was feeling pretty down for a while after that. So, so of, did you feel the blues more like when you didn't have a really good race? Um, I think, yeah, probably, I know I was actually just thinking of this because more recently I haven't felt that way as much. So like about a month ago, I ran across the years and it was a really good race for me. And I really, like I've had some ups and downs after that, but no real down downs. And I think I was thinking maybe it's because I felt that the race went so well. That could be why I didn't um, feel so kind of sad. But also the other reason why I think I haven't uh-huh. had the blues so much is because we've got Javelina 100 on the horizon. And I know yeah. it's now 277 <laughs> days away or whatever, but like at least I know that it's there. So it's like, okay, I've got this time yeah. to kind of rest yep. and recover, and then I'll start ramping up again, and there's Havelina 100. So I think that's why yep. I've I've been mostly okay. Yeah. And you have the North Fork 50 on your calendar already, too. That's right. I have signed up so for you that. already. Yeah. Yeah. I have two. Yay. Yeah. See, so I'm not a total <laughs> slacker. I, I did register for another race. Nice. But I think that's maybe part of what it is, is I think you have something else on the calendar, you know, and I, I think you, I think even with small races, I mean, I realize we're talking about ultra running and that's, I mean, we're looking at long races, but I think even starting with smaller races, you know, you train and you train and you train for something and then you, whatever it is, you go and do it and you get done and you're like, Oh, Oh my gosh, I just, I just did that. I just accomplished that, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's, you know, and I think, then you're like, okay, but what's, okay, what's next? And you, you feel like you've had that sense of accomplishment and you go, well, what's it? Okay. I finished a 5k. I could do a 10k. So then you sign up for 10k and as long as, and so maybe you don't experience that as much when you're just starting out running or when you're running shorter distances, because there's always that next thing. There's always a further distance or, you know, you can do it faster or whatever it is. But I think maybe, you know, you start doing ultra distances and, you know, it's not okay. There are some people out there that bang them out all the time, but most normal human beings, you can't, you can't go run a 50 mile race every weekend or, you know, whatever. So why not you have to take that? Well, <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> because I, 
not Wonder Woman yet. Love <laughs> 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 to take tips from Melissa. She has the outfit. I do have the yes, outfit. I think I think I'm an mm. imposter, but <laughs> no. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. That's true. That is my uh, motto. So <laughs> I I mean I think I've I'm you know, again I, you know, I have only run that the one bear chase, the fifty K and um you know, I kinda did. I came off of it and I don't know if I felt the blues so much, but I just I think I think you feel it for a couple reasons. One, I think because you don't have something else going on. You don't, and if you get something else on the calendar, I mean, we and we just within our own conversations have generated so much excitement about Havelina, and you know that I we've got that something else to look forward to. But when you're training all the time, for me. And I know it's not just me, but you've got all those endorphins going all the time. I'm all, you always got your run happy drug going on, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you get done with the race and you're not training as heavy. You're not training as hard. And so, you know, it's almost like you're going through the, you know, withdrawals, you know, you're not getting your fix like you were before. And I think there's actually probably, there's got to be a chemical reason for why you feel that way too. You're just not getting your fix. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And you know, so I'm affiliated with a university. I have like library access for research articles. And I looked this up and like, maybe I just typed in the wrong search terms. I don't know, but I could find no published research on post ultra blues or post race depression or sadness, or I tried typing in a bunch of things. So I don't know that there's really any research on it. I think it should be studied. I think ultra runners in general should be studied. <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> we're a category of people that probably need to be researched. Um, what part of their brain is missing? Exactly. But I, you know, then I just looked around on the internet, just doing searches, and there's a lot of stuff out there, like people blogging or magazine articles. But most of it I found was about marathons or triathlons like ironman distance Uh triathlons i found some stuff people had written about ultras um but ironman seemed to be where the most information was coming so it seems like um you know people are out there writing about it i'm not sure if anyone's really studying it academically Uh (laughs) but i think that's interesting because i have a um a friend that i work with um, she did her first Ironman this last August um, and successfully completed it. And um, she, so she, and we kind of, not so much talking about having the blues, but we definitely um, talked about her. So she, she did her Ironman and, um, and then she had a marathon on her, schedule but it's such a change up in training and you know so we were kind of talking about that how and you train so intense for an Ironman and you're always going always you know swimming running biking all the time um and we were just sort of joking about it you know about you know being more cranky lately or you know being more irritable or you know whatever and um but just that change up in training yeah, maybe yeah, the Ironman is more intense because there's so like you're doing so many different things. Uh, so maybe that's yeah. why people are writing about it more. 
in that. Yeah, I definitely have experienced the blues, I guess, um, on basically two different occasions. On on one sense, I had a really great race, especially, and I remember um, specifically it was the last time I ran um, the New York Marathon, and it was such a great race. I had so much fun. It was just, it was just, it was just a great race for me. And after that one, it was just sort of like, oh, you know, wah, wah, it's over. It was just like, oh man, you know, and you know, that race is lottery. And, and I think, I think after that, I just went out on a high note and I've, I've not entered the lottery Mm -hmm. since 2009 because it was sort of like, you know, that was such a great race for me. I don't know if anything else could kind of, you know, top it. Mm-hmm. So, and I did it already three times. And at that point I was just like, you know what, I'm giving other people a chance to do it. And, you know, it was just a great, you know, wonderful experience. So in that sense, it was, you know, the blues from that, but I've also had the blues from not having a great race at all. And just kind of reliving, um, you know, when I did, uh, the bulldog, you know, bulldog 50 K last, um, August. Uh-huh. And I got it, you know, my second DNF and it was really hot. And I got the blues after that because I tried to dissect that race of where I went wrong or what I could do, you know, what I should have done or, you know, and it was just, I was really just bummed out, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I try not to beat myself up over it, but it was hard. And I just got those blues like, oh, I just could go back, you know, and, and, and I think that's important to note that when you have a bad race and you suffer these blues, that it's important to kind of review it and analyze, you know, what went wrong? What could you have done differently? Um, and I also think it's important to do that for a brief moment and then move on. Not you know? stay there. Not Absolutely. stay there. It's it's in the yeah. past. There's nothing you can do now. The race is over. There's going to be many more races that, you know, the same thing could happen. But you at least you know based on experience what that is, and you can you can change course. You can do things differently to try to avoid that. Now I do at this point. Um, I'm looking at doing it again this year. And having that experience from last year, I'm able to tweak it and analyze, okay, now what would I do differently? Because I don't want that to happen again. Um, but I think it is important to, when you, when you feel those blues after a bad race, to not stay in that moment and just get past it and move forward um, and then look for that next race, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, I ran um... – Last May, I ran the Colfax Marathon, and um, and that was a really that was a hard time for me because the race was in May, and I'd been training that spring, and of course, um, and you girls know, but that spring um, in May is when um, I lost my son to suicide, Mm -hmm. and so I was like right in the middle of my training cycle, and I kind of latched onto that training for that race and I, you know, I don't know, mentally it, it wasn't, I wasn't where I needed to be when I ran that race and I DNF'd that marathon and, um, I, I beat myself up so bad afterwards, you know I mean? I felt like I'd let down so many people I'd had, 
um, Diz Runs um, was coaching me for that race and my sisters were there and of course my husband Wayne was there at the race you know and they were you know and I felt like I had let down so many people because I didn't finish it I mean which is you know I mean after the fact you can go okay well that's silly I mean it's not like it was I was getting paid to run this race. It's not like I had a bunch of sponsors that I was letting down, you know, or anything yeah. like that. But I still felt like I had let down yeah. so mm-hmm. many people, but I didn't, you know, and for me that was, and I, and I don't race a lot. So, but still it was my first DNF and I just, I felt just so blah afterwards. Like I felt yeah. like if I could have gone and finished that race and, I I thought in my I wanted to finish that race for the wrong reasons. I thought if I finished that race I could say, "Oh, look, I had this very big tragedy in my life and I continued to train and, you know, and oh, look, I finished this race and I would have had a big PR cuz I would have finished like an hour over my other marathon time." You know, I mean, so a huge PR and you know, and won't that be this great victory story? And that was for all the wrong reason so then when I DNF'd it was this huge failure in my head um mm. and it did it took me and that was May and it it took me a while to get over that thankfully whatever along that same time Melissa came along and and talked me into signing up for an ultra so you know what a better way to come off a DNF than get someone to get you to sign up for a bigger race <laughs> <laughs> So but do you I, think it, that you know, helped after finishing the bear chase 50k? Did you feel kind of like, well, okay, you know, I did it there. I, I yeah, this. I did. I be, yeah, I did. Cause I came off of that race on such a high. I mean, I, mm-hmm. because I just never, I mean, I haven't been running, you know, at that point, you know, three years, maybe, you know, from, from couch to 50k. I mean, there, that's not a training plan, but <laughs> yeah but then I came off of the 50k and I was like man I was so I was so pumped I was just and it was you know I think Melissa you said it I felt so good after that first ultra I mean the people Mm -hmm. were spectacular the it was just a totally different scene than the than the marathon scene. Mm -hmm. And I did I felt so good about it and I still do I mean I'm still riding that high I think man I I if I get to another uh, I go run another ultra and it's not that good I'm afraid I'm going to be like oh because it was the bear chase was such a good race the support was good the course was good the weather was good you know it was like 90 degrees (laughs) yes the support and the course and everything was good the weather the thing you can't control yeah it was like 90 degrees and no shade (laughs) I guess oh. some consider that good. <laughs> I was delusional. I was I was delusional. <laughs> it was that water. <laughs> that water. <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't have any blues after San Diego 50. Good. I, yeah, I was happy. Well, you were <laughs> sick though, weren't you? Uh well, during not or during afterwards, but afterwards. Oh. Yeah, I have, I got a cold. Yes. So if I don't sound, you know, if my voice isn't as sultry as it usually is, it's because I have a cold. Mm -hmm. 
We thought it was extra sultry. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I've had that, you know, that raspy. <laughs> but no, I didn't have, but you know what? I think it also attributed to not having the blues. And, you know, Melissa brought this up is I'm already signed up for another race as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that helps with, with keeping those blues at, at, you know, at bay. If when you have another goal coming up, you know, whether it's a race or whatever, you know, another event, it helps to switch off those, oh man, I'm so sad that race, because you don't have time to kind of, you know, dwell in that sort of like, hey, I have another race coming up. Okay, I got to get back into training. I got to, you know, recover first and then get back into it. There's like, there's no really downtime to say, oh man, I'm so bummed out. This race is over. No, there's a new one coming up. I got to focus on that one. That helps. That really does help. Well, my thing is about the stacking races thing. Like, okay, you know, I'm I'm not going to be sad after Bear Chase because I'm signing up for this next thing right away. Like, this is what I did after the first time I ran Bear Chase. Like, because I don't do well on the technical trails. I really struggle with that. And Bear Chase is really like my kind of course. And there aren't a whole lot of courses like that around here. Everything is mm-hmm. too technical for me. And that was, you know, after the first time I ran Bear Chase and I went through this little bit of sadness where I was like, so what is there for me? Just once a year, I'm going to go up there or go down there and run this race. Like, is that the only thing I'm going to be doing? Um, and I felt kind of sad about that. So I immediately, I found this other race that was on a kind of a smooth course and it was only two weeks after bear chase and I signed up for it. That's the only 50 K I've ever run. And so then it's just like, I kept stacking ultras, but I felt like this is perhaps not a good long-term strategy because eventually like I'm going to run out of races to sign up for in a like immediate period of time after. And then what's going to happen? I'm going to have this massive letdown from all these races I've been doing and then like don't have anything on the agenda. So I don't know, like I kind of wonder about that. Like, is that the healthiest strategy to just keep signing up for races or in the long run? I've had it where I've signed up for a race or, you know, I've done the race and I not signed up for another one. Because I like to explore my next move and what distance I want to do. And I think that's important too with, with, you know, getting over these races that if you make new goals, you know, do you want to go longer? Do you want to go shorter? Do you want to, you know, work on getting faster? Do you want to focus on something else? Maybe switch over to a triathlon or, you know, biking or whatever. Um, but stacking races, I think, you know, I've I've had it where I've not signed up and it's good not to have something on the horizon because then you can kind of like figure out, you know, what race I want to do next and not dive into training immediately. It's nice to get a little break, but it's also nice to have that nice, you know, that next race signed up for. And you're like, ooh, and now I have something to focus on. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe... Well, I was just going to say you signed up like two weeks after, maybe, maybe not that close. Yeah, or... that, I mean, that was a purely emotional decision. Like I was, I remember <laughs> I was done with Bear Chase and I was just like, 
are there any other ultras in the state of Colorado I will ever be able to run? Are they all too technical? And then I found like immediately two weeks later, this race around the Boulder Reservoir, which doesn't exactly or doesn't even exist anymore, but it did at that time, um, which was a, a kind of a smooth trail. So I went and ran mm-hmm. that. Um, but, you know, since then, I found other races. And so I think that's also why I haven't felt the the kind of sadness as much as I did initially because it's like, okay, now I know I can keep finding them and there will be something there when I'm ready to run again and, and I can do this. So I think, and I don't know, just kind of knowing that it might be coming, this letdown feeling, just being aware <laughs> that it, mm-hmm. that it might be coming helps me be prepared for it and deal with it. And then also, you know, just being at a place where, I'm more comfortable um, knowing that I'm going to find some race to do in the future. I think those factors have helped me. Yeah. And see now, and I'm not a, I'm not a big racer. So, I mean, I have maybe two races on my, I have two races on my calendar for this year. Although actually I may have three, but I, I mean, I just do not, I, I just don't, do a lot of races and there's stuff that comes up and I think well that would be fun to do but I just I'd like I enjoy it I think there is a nice part of it there is there's that nice confirmation you get from racing and you know actually putting the the bib on and having your number and having the official time and the whole experience and being with other runners and you know eating all the snacks at the aid stations but uh, you know, I don't, maybe it's, you know, everybody's a little different, you know, too. And you, I, mean, I don't want to get so hung up on always doing races that I feel like I have to have one, you know, on the calendar to keep myself from getting bummed out, you know, I mean, because, yeah. you know, and, and maybe it's the, you know, you know, groovy way of thinking or whatever, but I, I you know, I, 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 I have not been running very long and I just, I just want to enjoy it for what it is. You know, I don't, I don't want it to become so busy and technical and needy and everything else that it's complicated. It should be, it, it should be a good part of my schedule and my life. It shouldn't be adding another stressor to it. And so I feel like if it starts to become a stressor, then I need to go, okay, why is it? Yeah. Why is it a stressor? You know, I just, um, you know, I was going to say, I mean, just what you had mentioned is that what helps is when you don't have another race is just to run for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like get back into, how you got into it the first place, you know, run naked. I mean, not, you know, physically yeah. naked, but I mean, well, without technology, there are, those races. <laughs> there are you know, there <laughs> are, the, you know, beta breakers, San Francisco, but you know, just go out and run. Don't, you know, don't put a set mileage. Don't say, Oh, I need to do five miles. I need to do 10 miles. I need to do just run, just go out, you know, and just run wherever, try a new, you know, route. And then just come back and say, you know, that's, that's what I ran. I don't know how far I did, you know, 30 minutes, I did 40 minutes mm-hmm. and then just enjoy the feeling of it and place that, you know, 
get rid of the stress of it. Just run for fun. I think that's the difference too. I, I was watching kind of some silly videos on YouTube today, which I'll be sending you girls in a separate email because mm. they were hilarious. Um, but do they, they, do they involve cats? <laughs> no, there's no cats. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Um, but it was talking about, it was, a. anyways, it was this video, but the whole point of a couple of them was, you know, the kind of the old school was kind of comparing like the old school ultra runners, you know, to maybe the, the, the modern ultra runner. And I think maybe having that, oh, I've got to sign up for a race or I've got to, you know, what was my time or what was this is it was. I guess almost not wanting to take what the marathon and not to take anything away from marathon road racing or anything else, because that definitely has its own appeal and its own crowd. And it gets a lot of people to run and be active and it's a great activity, but there's, there's still is, there's a huge difference between trail running and ultra running. There's a different mentality and sort of that old school ultra running mentality of, I don't know, we're going to, you know, it's like, Melissa, when you talk about Robbie goes, I'm going to go run in that direction. I'll be back. Yeah. You know, there, there's no direction. He, you know, and maybe he stops along the way and I don't, you know, drinks no, a beer or finds a place to get a sandwich stop. or, you <laughs> he know, he probably he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but just that we're out, we're running, we're, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's not about not letting that become what marathon road racing has become does that make sense yeah i mean that's that's one reason why i stopped running marathons or you know stopped wanting to do them as much because it got stressful for me and it was about the pace Mm -hmm. per mile and that was like one of my maybe irrational fears once i started running ultras like everything was new everything was fresh like there were these completely random races it was a 44 mile race and then an eight hour <laughs> race and it's like everything's a pr because it's brand new and i'm thinking yeah. you know, wait a minute is it eventually going to be so i'm running this 44 mile trail race again and then i'm bummed out because i ran it right. 10 minutes slower this year than i did last year kind of thing is it going to turn into the same thing that marathons did for me so, yeah, I think about that a lot sometimes, too. And even, mm-hmm. like, thinking about going back and doing Bear Chase again, like, the first time mm-hmm. I did that race, a lot of things went wrong. I mean, my own fault, things went wrong. So I went back there, and I knew I could do better. Well, I, like, I I don't know that I could ever do any better there than what I did this past year. And so I'm like, gosh, do I want to go back and do that particular race again? Or is it going to bum me out if... I run slower there than I did before. And then it's going to feel like a marathon to me. So I don't know. Um, Yeah. You you just described what I felt about San Diego. (laughs) Like to the T. And so your experience that the, the, your, the one you just ran was not a PR for you. Was that? No, it was not. It was worse. And so how is that for you? I was a little bummed about that. I was definitely bummed about that. But then I kept thinking, well, the circumstances were different. Yeah. You know, I I definitely had some issues in this race that I didn't have last year. And it was um, definitely a lot more challenging this year. I'm not, I'm not, I was bummed for a moment and then I just kind of got over it. You know, and that moment was literally like maybe 30 seconds. 
it was just, it, I was just like, you know what? It, I did the best I could with the circumstances I was under and, you know, it is what it is, but I had a good time. I had fun in the overall grand scheme of things. And, um, you know, uh, you know, every single race is regardless of what distance it is, is always, you always learn something new. And that's yeah. the thing that I don't get from like what you said with marathoning, I don't have a desire to do, um, you know, there is this idea of maybe I will put my name in the hat for Chicago this year. I'm not sure, but, um, it's sort of with the same thing. Like, you know, you focus on the pace per mile and I feel like I learn more through trail running and ultra running than I do in marathoning. Not that there's nothing else to learn in marathoning, but you know, I've done so many of them that I feel like, okay, well maybe at some point I'll get back to them. But right now I'm just, it's new. Like every single race is new, um, which is more enticing for me right now. And I'm enjoying it more because it, it is a brand new world. I feel like I'm still learning something every single time I'm on the trail. Yeah. And in every single race. And the thing is, you learn more when you have a bad day than when you had a good day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I just heard a high five there. Did you guys hear that? I did no. not. It was a high five. That was a total verbal high five. <laughs> Well, I don't want to bum you guys out, but I anticipate there's going to be some major post-race blues after we finish Javelina. And so? I focus on finish, the operative word, mm-hmm. finish. Javelina. Absolutely going to finish. So, I mean, we got to anticipate that. We'll be planning uh, our next thing. I mean, do you think you do? Or if you anticipate it, are you setting yourself up to yeah. experience it? I don't know. That's a good question now. I just want to ride that high for like, I'm going to have to buy myself a belt to put that buckle on. (laughs) I plan on being happy. I will, I'll, I'll say I will probably be, I'll probably ride the euphoria and then I'll be like bummed. Oh man, it's over. It's over. I mean, this has been over a year in the making. Yeah. Well, it's like Christmas or something, right? I mean, yeah, that's true. You're so excited. It's such a big event. It's such, you know, you plan for it. It's a huge thing. And then it's over and it's January. And then what? Well, I'll move in with Christina. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Party in California. Yeah, I think we'll probably have plans for our next adventures post Havelina, be they think, other ultras or be they, you know, a belt making company I, or something. I don't think Havelina <laughs> is going to be the end all. No, definitely not. It's the beginning. It's the beginning. It is. Well, yeah. maybe we could get some feedback from our multitudes of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> And perhaps they could give us some suggestions for our next adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our our next adventure. Well, they need to think about it. Our next adventure. I mean, I'm already assuming I'm going to go back and do across the years. So. Oh, yes. We have discussed that, too, a little bit. Yes. We'll be doing that. But then it has crossed my mind already. Like, I turned myself inside out to run 100 miles at across the years. Like, what if I go back and I don't 
run a hundred miles, am I going to be bummed about that? So it's like, like you don't do another hundred miles there. I think I'm overanalyzing it. No. Just go have Not fun. Not if we're all oh. there. Yeah, yeah it'll we'll be fun. Be it'll be a there. party. It'll it won't... be like a party. It yeah. would be, be so much fun. Exactly. Yeah, I think it'll 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 be a good it'll be a good experience. This whole year is going to be, you know, a trying experience and in nice journey. It's going to be a good journey for us. Now we're all like in deep pondering. <laughs> yeah, deep stuff. <laughs> we're like, oh man, what are we? gonna do it's 277 go, days go run be happy yeah. yeah so maybe we could do a little so like how now christine i know you've been a little you had you've had a cold and and so you haven't run since the race which is fine because little you know downtime recovery is okay but I'm so what's pretty, your i'm feeling very what's your plan right now i'm very feeling very slothy <laughs> yeah well that's okay yeah I, I but I don't like this feeling but I know you know it could be worse this this could yeah. be a whole lot worse it's just the common cold it's just annoying it's it is what it is um and so my uh, we're, we're recording this I should say that we're recording this on a Tuesday evening so I'm anticipating or would like to run Wednesday morning that's okay. my goal so my, 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 my goal is to just get movement in my legs, in my body. That's a good plan. Yeah. So if I run, yeah. great. I'm just going to gauge it. Maybe I just do, you know, a nice long walk, maybe a nice yeah. brisk walk to, you know, just gauge my lungs and, and hopefully I don't have any, you know, coughing, you know, going on, intense coughing. But um, yeah. that's what I want to do. That's my goal. Good. That's a good plan. Get healthy. Get moving. Yes, and then start training again. Yes. Yeah, we'll have to swap notes on training plans. Yeah. <clears throat> because Melissa. you're yeah, yeah, my training plan, <laughs> the Ragfield family training plan. Wink, just wink. I'm gonna <laughs> head nudge. that way, which is generally west for a couple hours, and then I'm gonna loop around and come back home. That's my plan. <laughs> so what your next race is how many days away, Christina? Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh, I don't. Yeah, because I think you're up next. I don't think we, we don't. Oh, well, you know what? I may have you. Oh, no, we both have. I think we both have a race on the same day, right? Maybe if you do Leona. Yes, I am aiming to do Leona Divide. Excellent. Yes, which is April 16th, right? April 16th, yes. yes. Yep, and I'm aiming to do, um, it's the Desert Rats Trail Running Festival. Um. And I think I'm just going to do, it's a trail, but it's, I think I'm just going to do the half marathon, which is April 16th, which is conveniently after tax season. Nice. Um, Immediately after tax season. (laughs) Immediately. I figure I I may actually have a stellar time because I may be like, "Ah," you know, running (laughs) out. Tax frazzled. Yeah, tax frazzled and just go out and leave it all out on the course, but. Yeah, so that same weekend, so in April, I may actually do a trail half, which would be, and I've run the whole course before, um, so that'll be kind of fun to go out there with other people and race. Mm-hmm. And you've got Leona Divide, Christina? Yes. Yeah, Leona Divide, April 16th as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and Melissa, how's your training going? Um. Pretty well. Uh, 
you know, I've been taking it easy ever since across the years in part because I had to, cause we had ice on the roads and trails yes. and everything. Um, but getting out there little by little when I could, and I, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm coming back pretty well. Um, I actually, over the weekend I did a 10 mile run, which for me, that's always kind of a milestone to first time I'm able to go out there and run double digits again. So, um, that made me feel pretty good that I was out there able to do that. And there's a possibility we may go back to Arizona and run something over what's going to be my spring break and Will's spring break in March. Are you looking at Monument Valley? I am. I'm always looking at Monument oh, Valley. Oh, I'm so jealous. Well, I I don't think that I would do one of the ultras there in part because it involves a an ascent and then a descent on a 28% gradient that is Ooh. extremely technical Ouch! and Ooh. worries me. Um, and also just, I'm not sure that I would really be up to an ultra during that time. Um, so we might just make it kind of a family vacation if we do that. And I'd run the half marathon um, just for yeah. fun. But we'll see. I don't know. Well, you can always come run the half out here and we can, on the same weekend I do Desert Rats. That's true. In April, you could come, you could come run it and then you could, the day before, because Rob is, Rob could do the marathon or the double marathon or the 50K. Or all of them. and Or all of them because he's. Because he's Rob. Because he's Rob. Yeah. And then we could run the trail or the half on Sunday. That's a possibility. And we could go to Dinosaur Adventure. <laughs> well, it's all pla- it sounds what like it's all taken care March? of. <laughs> April. April sixteenth. Oh, okay. We'll talk more about this. Mm-hmm. It's my turn to put a bug in your ear, Miss. <laughs> well, there you go. So lots of plans on the horizon. To be- more to come yeah keeping to be continued keeping the post ultra blues at bay we have got lots of plans coming up in the future all of us so no blues yes we're keeping the blues away right yeah and i think just just like anything just knowing that you know what maybe they come up and it's and it's okay you know just go oh yeah i'm feeling you know, just like anything, admit that this is what's going on and then somebody else is bound to go, oh, yeah, I felt the same way. And then you just, you know, acknowledge it's there. And like you said, Christina, and then just keep keep moving. Yeah, move on. And that's the thing for me. Like once I realized, oh, this is a thing. Other people have experienced that. Like that just helped so much. And it's kind of also like, you know, when you're running an ultra, you have these highs and lows, these kind of bad patches and then good patches. And whenever you're in a bad patch, you just know you're going to get through it eventually and things will get better again. So I think that's kind of how I've approached maybe, you know, feeling a little bit down after a race too. It's like, well, you know, this will pass and on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to think of it too. I think, I think those are highs and lows. I think those are very wise words and I think that's a good way to end this, this lovely podcast episode. Excellent. Well, thank you for chatting ladies. Yes. Thank you. 
And, and thank you to our listeners. You know, follow us on Twitter at ultra underscore ordinary. And also subscribe to our um, iTunes podcast. Please subscribe, comment. Send we love you. comments. Yes, we do. We do. And I noticed we're kind of moving up in our little search thingy. So um, please, please like us. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Okay, so until next time, until next time, keep running. <laughs>